some uh, some really good news and some some good some news that you might think bad. I think it's good, but uh, but we're going to share it with you. We're going to share it with you anyway. Uh, one thing I've got to do is I've got to try and copy a link here. So Clay, yeah, we're going I'm going to explain the good news and the bad news in a second. I need to copy a link and put it into somewhere else for a second because of something that we're doing on the computer. Clay's going to explain what tonight's live is all about. You probably okay. So okay. go. Um, tonight's live is about getting in a rut and basically what happens with us as human beings um, our brain takes a lot of energy to run so what it tries to do is it tries to automate the process and by doing that it creates habits um, by our bodies just doing stuff out of habit we don't have to think about it and then it gives us the capability to take on more. So what I mean by that, for example, if we jumped into the car to go drive, we could just get the key without even looking. We could just reach forward and stick it in the keyhole without even aiming for it because it's something that we've done again and again and again. Yeah. So while that's a good thing to be able to do, let's say that you went to America and you're an Australian, you go to America and suddenly you're driving on the other side of the road and the steering wheel's on the other side of the car. Now you get into the car, you stick the key in, but it's on the other side. That habit's not working out well for you. No. So you must need a pattern interrupter to go, oh, hang on, I'm not in a, a left-hand drive, I'm in a right-hand drive, I've got to stick the key in the other side. So my point being is that in surfing, sometimes we pick up bad habits along the way and it's important for us to understand that we need some pattern interrupters. Yep. And sometimes we actually even talk ourselves out of performing something um, because of fear of the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, so, so those of you that, that were tuned in before and weren't here for the first few seconds and you saw me looking off to one side, uh, I wasn't being rude and ignoring Clayton. I was just doing something on the computer down here because uh, we, we're trying to, so we're sending this live stream through into our brand new app as well. So Clayton's just told what tonight's topic's all about. Before we dive into that, I want to share with you some really exciting news. Uh, first up, I'm going to say this, this is the, the slightly bad news, but it's not bad news. So just, just bear with me, bear with me. This is going to be the last time that we are live on Facebook or doing any of the socials. So, so this particular live that we do, this is going to be the last one through the social media platforms. That doesn't mean that we're stopping to do them. What it means is that we're going to be doing them from within our own app. Now, the reason for this is because we are, so we, we do these lives, but then we're struggling to get the reach with them now because because of uh, the way that, uh, see a lot of comments coming through, so hi guys. Because of the way that Facebook is, is set up, it's, it, it makes it really hard for us to get our own videos. Even within the Surfax group, which is, which is our group, it makes us really hard to get our, our videos out there and get people to see them. So we're going to start running everything through our own app. So if you haven't gone to the app yet, you need to head over to Ombi. See, guys, we're going to get we're going to get into the, everything in just a moment. Yep. So you need to head over to Ombi.co, and what you need to do is download the app. So this is if you want to continue to watch these lives, we're going to do them from within there. Now that's not to say that the Surf Hacks group is going to completely disappear. We're still going to be creating the YouTube content. We're still going to be doing the coaches' eyes. That's all still going to come out. But these particular lives here, they're only going to be happening through the app. So let me show you this. So what you need to do is head over, download the app. 
which is which you can find in the app store or if you head to ombi.co scroll to the bottom of the page you'll see a button that says download in the apps uh, the, 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 the the apple store or you can download for for android failing that just go to your app store type in ombi ombi surf and you should should be able to find us now once you're in there, all you gotta do is sign up. It doesn't cost you anything to sign up for the app. The app is completely free. Yes, you can join our paid programs. Yes, you can join our subscription model within there. I'm not gonna talk about that tonight. You can access all that. But to get the app is completely free. You're gonna get access to free courses that are on there. You're also gonna get, uh, get access to these lives. And this is the really cool thing. This is the really cool thing. You can also you can also start to earn rewards and become an ambassador for Ombi. So let me show you this. Head over. Well, the big thing with us is, is pay it forward. Yeah. So we need to migrate a lot of people across the app. Yeah. So if you can help us with the migration, we will pay it forward and give you guys free subscription. Yeah. So let me tell you the details. Let me tell you the details. So, you've, you've, you've stole my train of thought. Sorry. Me, no, it's all right, it's all right, I, I got it's all right. Excited. It's all right. So, yeah. So, in, initially, we started up this group. It was kind of a bit of fun, first of all. It was just two guys hanging out, like, just, just talking stuff with a few guys um, sort of in the background. And it, and it kind of blew up, and it, and it went huge. The problem is, is Facebook isn't letting us get the reach that we want with these videos in our own group. So... What you gotta do is download the app. So go to ombi.co, download the app, it's completely free, you get all the free content. There's loads of amazing stuff in there. So you've got no reason to not download the app. You're then gonna go up to these, these three little lines up at the top there. You're gonna click that and you see this button. If I move myself again, there's an invite. If you go to invite, you can become an ambassador for Ombi, okay? So in a moment, it will load up. You get, it takes a long time to invite people. So it's gonna come up here in just a moment, it's because we're sharing the internet here. So you're gonna go into there, and you can see here, so you can become a bronze, silver, or gold ambassador. So all, right, for just getting two people to sign up to the app, so two of your friends, if you can get two of your friends to sign up to the app, you will get access to the Buy the Right Board course, it's yours. You're gonna get access to the Buy the Right Board course valued at $99, for just getting two people to sign up to the app. Simple as that. If you get 10 people, so 10 people to sign up to the app, you will get six months of, of access to the Ombi Insiders Premium. That's where we do our monthly challenges, we do a focus, we deep dive, we do Zoom calls where you can jump on and we actually interact with each other. So you get, if you can get 10 people to sign up to the app, then you will get uh, six months access to the Ombi uh, Premium subscription. And if you can get 25 people, which isn't that hard, I'm, like, if, you're, if you're part of the Ombi crew, you're gonna be a nice person, so you're gonna have a lot of friends. I'm, I can guarantee it. If you get 25 people, then you're gonna get a year's free access to the Ombi Premium. So, that is There's like, a hack though, hey? There is, but I might save that for the end. Uh, but look, just get that, so all, all you gotta do, see it says send a share link, copy that link, and just send it out to anybody who you know, who, who, would, who you think would benefit from joining the Ombi community. The Ombi community has grown, it is huge, it is massive. There is 25, 26,000 of you, I think, inside the Facebook group. Only a very small percentage of you have actually moved across to the app already. So guys, stop, like, I, don't, I don't know what you're waiting for because it's completely free, the app. You can, get, you can get this and so much more by just downloading the app. So that's what you gotta do. Ombi.co, scroll to the bottom of the page, click the app, download it, go to the invite, once you're registered, go to invite, copy the link, and just send that out to as many people as you possibly can. 
I think that is it for, 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 for that bit. Now, let's get into what tonight's live is all about. Now, we have got a few people coming on. Let me, let me bring this up full screen again for a second. So we've got Pete. Uh, couldn't sleep with all those notifications either. Yes, so the app does have a few notes. When you very first sign up, there's quite a lot of notifications that come through. You can go into the app and delete the notifications. It's, 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 it's getting lively in there already. Uh, Corin is saying, you're giving yourself away too cheaply, boys. Uh, we're, we, we're just trying to build the best so surfer community that there is out there. We've always said that knowledge is power and we, we're willing to give knowledge away for free. Yeah. So pretty much we've developed a platform. We want you to help get people across the platform. Yeah. And for that, we'll, we'll pay it forward and give you guys free subscription and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think that's pretty decent. Yeah, if, like, if you've been watching the Omni content, you know that we don't hold back. We, we pretty much just say what you need to know. Uh, we don't try and hide anything from you. Uh, we just we just get it out there and we just ask you to, to pay it forwards. And now, for the first time, we're asking for your help in helping to spread the word about this new app uh, to, to create this huge community. Now, one of, oh, just one other thing. One of the really cool things, and I've noticed this if I go into the Surf Hacks group, a lot of you are sort of saying, hey, is anybody from from the sunny coast or is there anybody in Wales or is there anybody uh, somewhere, anywhere at all in the world that wants to go for a surf, the app has got a special function that allows you to look for people near you. So you can actually look for people within your area to create surfs and there's little, and with, within the app you can set up sub-communities or there's sub-communities already been set up that allows you to create little local chapters of Ombi so that you can all meet up and go out and surf and then talk, all talk Ombi and coffee cups and Oreo biscuits and all that kind of stuff. So we want to make it Facebook for surfing. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's jump into it. Let's get some. Yeah. I thought this was going to be on the app, not YouTube, but found you now. Phew. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Anyway, let's. Um, oh, sorry. One more. Where do I sign up? Very simple. Omni.co. Scroll to the bottom of the page and just download the app. And then once you've got the app, you've, you've signed up. And then you get all the free oh, content. Go right. to the App Store, look around. Yeah, let's go. Let's do tonight. So, um, Clayton's already said what it's about. Very briefly, this yep. is about people getting stuck in a rut. You've, you've been surfing for a while. Things are going absolutely amazing. But then it feels like something's all of a sudden stagnated. And it's normally because we've got stuck in a rut. We've got stuck in a bad habit. Stuck, stuck in, in a, a valley comfort zone. Yes, yes. So how do you want to attack this one, first of all? Do we have the, the skate footage? Of we do have some skate. So that, let's, let's play that okay. first. So what we're going to play for you now is, so Raz, if you've been following on me for a while, you might have heard us mention Raz before. Raz, was, uh, Raz is, is, is an absolute top bloke who, who ended up during COVID stuck in Fiji <laughs> at cloud break, surfing it with him and about four other people. And he went from doing our 30-day challenge to getting a stand-up barrel out at a cloud break. He's an absolutely amazing guy. Anyway, he really wanted to work on his turns, and so he came up and used the ramp, and then we went down to the wave pool uh, and did some stuff with him down there. So we're gonna show you about a two-minute clip from the, from the ramp training that we did. I've never tried playing a video through this before, so we're gonna see how this goes. Hopefully, hopefully the sound That's comes through. For us, yeah. if, uh, if anything comes up in the... If it doesn't work, if you can't hear anything, can you please let me know in the comments as quickly as possible? But this is a video. Okay, relax, look. Coffee cup, hands flat. You look down. So this happened. First part was excellent. Over here where it's like aeroplane and wing, you did, I think, something like... All right, so you should be like flying, looking. Let me do one. Cool, it's working. 
got. That way and that way. Right, so if you look at the, the difference here, so this is my flying. And then I'm gonna look, coffee cup. Fly, coffee cup. Coffee cups. Coffee cup, knees, open up the shoulder. Orange line. White line. Black line. Can you pause it over there? Would it stop it? Just now? Orange! <laughs> orange line, I need more lift, more speed. Orange line. So like, I'm kind of trying to, I can see it, then I know how much energy to put into everything. So just do that, Raz. <laughs> Um, that was heavy on the back when you're trying too hard to turn. So what I want you to do is match the angle of the ramp and gently touch your face and move this. Remember how you had to move that? Move this one down low so that you can see and point at that arrow. Okay, so you have to do this. This is your problem right now. Yeah, that. And you're doing it probably on the, on the white line. Okay, turn it now. Move it. See us locking up a little bit. Cool. Okay, so, so that was, that, that was just a little bit of the training that we did with Raz. Me and Raz basically spent an entire uh, weekend until we couldn't sweat anymore uh, out on the ramp, and and then after that we then went down to the wave pool, and we're going to show you some of the wave pool footage in a moment. But what was what was the key things there? Now I, I do believe if you want to go back to it, I've I've put the whole clip into Coach's eye as well. Which okay, you want to break so a bit down. the the thing with Raz is that he he almost gets in his own way. Yeah. So when he tries to do a turn. So I've, I've been told, I don't know if this is true, but um, like w when a baby is in its mother's arms, if it feels like it's going to fall, it, it almost closes its, or brings itself close to its mum. Okay. Okay. Or as a human, if we're going to be attacked, what we want to do is protect our vital organs. So, so we close and that natural instinct of closing is going to protect, I don't know, from a lion from... Ripping mm. out our guts and eating our vital yeah. organs. But okay? also, but also, also, it makes us a, a, a. This is something that comes from the, the speaker training that I've done in the past. When we're nervous or anxious, as speakers, charismatic speakers will take up a lot of space. Someone who's nervous, they'll take up small space because they feel yes. like a smaller target. Okay. So what's actually happening on the ramp is I can see the stress in Raz, and I can see that he's he's closing up and he's clamping up. So I need to make, like, if, if you literally clamp up, you can't twist. Mm. But if you open up, you're going to be twist beautifully. So Raz has got a habit of closing the shoulder yeah. and locking up his twist. And then he can't see where he's going. So as soon as I got the arm to move out of the way, I was able to get him to do these perfectly smooth turns. Yeah. Now, 
the, the funny thing is, we tried again and again and again in the wave pool, and I was just pushing different triggers, try this, try that, try this, try that. And the, the funniest thing is, I just said, Raz, just pretend you're driving in a car, and you've got your hand out of the window, and just turn your wrist, and the wind will blow you through the turn. And honestly, Raz took the next wave and went, and he did the most beautiful turn. Yep. And I'm like, I did not know that that would work. But it's weird. The strangest things work for different people. Yeah. And sometimes the coach's frustration is just pushing all these buttons. Like you push a button, the arm goes back. You push a button, the head looks down. You push a button. Like all these buttons do different things. And then you push this one random one and he does the most beautiful turn. Yeah. And then afterwards I said to him, Raz, on a scale of one to ten, ten being very difficult and one being relatively like it was so easy, how hard was that turn? And he goes, it was a one. So yeah. it wasn't hard. But trying to break the bad habit yeah. to get him just to put the hand out the car window and just to flow through that turn was the hardest thing. And I think in surfing, just to make the change, to, to break the bad habit, is, and even break the train of thought, like the way we look at a wave is, is often, we do the same line, the same move. I, I know with coaching you, Ant, I was like, look at a different, take a different line. Like you're just going, you're surfing an intermediate line. They go in the middle of the wave. Yeah. And I was saying, damn you, Ant, take the advanced line. It wasn't, it, it go wasn't to the damn, bottom. It wasn't damn you, by the way. Yeah. Okay. My point being is like I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with, with your habits that you've set. Yeah. And my frustration is I don't know how to sometimes break them. Sometimes I just shout at you and you respond. Sometimes I shout at you and you just lock up. Yeah. So it doesn't always work. Shouting doesn't work. I talk to you nicely. You don't listen. I talk to you nicely. Sometimes you just do it. Yeah. So it's got to do with your level of comfort. Um, and there, there is a lot of psychology around it. So much psychology yeah. around it. I'd probably say it's 90% in your head yeah. because the actual act of like touch your face, yeah. pass the coffee, like it's ridiculous stuff, but you'll find that people can't do it. Yeah. That, that, I think that's the really annoying thing is it is really easy. And the one thing which I think is that I really admire as well in, in your style of coaching is, and I've, I've seen you do it with me, and there's some things that I haven't got for nearly a year. And then all of a sudden you say it one other way, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, why no, did you no, say that it. before? But, but, but Clay, and I've, I heard him in the pool with Raz, the amount of different things that he was coming up with to say, to, to just try and get Raz to think of it differently. Uh, and, what, and what you've also done as well in the past is you've, you've actually asked people, so okay, that action that you're now doing, like what one word could you say that would then make you do that each time? Yeah, just so, give so me that, a trigger word. Yeah. I don't want you to think about it, because as soon as you think, you lock up. Yeah. But if you just do it, it's easy. Yeah, it's, we're it, just doing it as a hard bit. It's kind of like, imagine, okay, well, with public speaking. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just, you told me um, when you first started doing magic that you were really nervous about approaching a table of guests that yeah. you didn't know. And the thing that you would tell yourself to do to break their bad habit is just take one step forward yeah. and make eye contact with one person. Then you couldn't back out. Yeah. Because then you're in. So likewise, as soon as you just do it on the turn, you're committed. Yeah. And normally when you're committing, you're looking, and then everything just falls to your training. Yeah. And what it's, you know what to do next. It's the weirdest thing. It just, you know what to do. Yeah. And 
and we see it time and time again in as people just get stuck so much in these habits. So we use the we use the ramp massively. Is there a good comment there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, so we use the ramp to start to because the, the the really hard thing is to be able to do it in the water because you've got so much going on. You've got to think about the crowd. You've got to think about the waves coming at you. You're worried about a set might suddenly come and pin you under for ages. So you've got all these things going on. And for you to then be able to think, that's right, when the next time I catch a wave, this is what I've got to do. It doesn't happen. So that's the reason why you started adopting the ramp, and that's the reason why anybody who comes here, and, and we coach with them, and when, even when I was out with Raz, that repetition starts to create, so it becomes something Well, well you you've do. just told me it's probably the first time now that you've really felt ramp training transfer into the water. Oh, yeah. So, so why do you think that is? Look, I'm interested. I think I know the answer. Do you, do you know the answer? Yeah. So let me, let me give you a little bit of context here around what, what, what Clay's saying. I've been trying to go top to bottom, and I'm still not going quite top to bottom. My, my line, it still isn't quite right. But we have been training this on the ramp over and over and over again. I've, I have really invested my time in the ramp over the, last, over the last few weeks. Whenever that ramp has been dry, I've been out there, and I've just been going around and around each time, just trying to tweak something else. And Gabe do it a hundred times. <laughs> so Clay is all about the, like the number of repetitions. I've done it more than a hundred times. I've, I've fallen. I've well, injured myself. I love Greg's quote over there too. Greg's a friend of mine. So hey, good evening, Greg. Greg, I'm committed. So five thousand. So it's five thousand dudes on the Gold Coast. So three waves. <laughs> so it says three it's just hard to get your wave counter. Yeah. As much as you want to go surf, sometimes you don't get the reps in the water. Yeah. So by doing it outside, like on a, on a ramp or a bowl getting your reps in, then when you finally get a good one and you can just unleash, you've got the confidence behind you um, that you don't think about it, you just do it. Yeah. And so when we went down to the wave pool with, with Raz the other week, it was the first time, it was the first time that I felt everything that I've been doing on the ramp, just from the small little tweaks in the, in the way that I use my hand, the way that I roll one over, it was the first time that I really felt like, wow, the skate training has massively, massively helped. I'm feeling everything that I'm, that I'm doing now. And I don't know, you say that, that you do know why, but I don't know why it suddenly came out in my surfing, whether it's because I did commit to, to really investing myself. Well, I didn't just take it lightly going out there. It was just like, no, I'm gonna commit to this. No, I'd, I'd almost say prior to that, you had surfed flat. Because you've been surfing the bowl, you're starting to get your angles right. Yeah. And then when you're surfing top to bottom, getting your angles right, the slightest little adjustment, you feel it in your surfing. You're getting response yeah. from the, 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 the little things. And it's the little things that matter in surfing. Yeah. And, and I, but I'll tell you all that. And you can probably tell by the fact I'm a little bit excited right now. When you get those little feelings, so like, all, all of the footage I've seen now is just like, oh, I, I was surfing flat for so long and I'm still surfing flat, but there are moments now where I'm tapping into going on rail and when you feel it, it, like, it makes you feel like a, like a little kid in a candy so shop or something. We've had a session, we, we've had a couple of fun waves uh, at our local break yeah. and we've been doing a few roundhouses. Yeah. I've, I've always, you've said that your twins always slid out before you Yeah, so, so the tail would... And, and that for me is a big warning sign, like boop, 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 your board's flat because it's drifting and sliding. But recently, now that you're surfing a bit more on rail, the, the drift and the slide out's gone. 
and you said the redirect off the phone when you bank off it, yeah. you feel like you're getting inverted. And what is that feeling doing for your surfing? Oh, it's, it's, it's like another little level has been unlocked. It's, you get a lot more feelsy stuff going on that's happening. And but you, you redirect, you rebound the speed and the yeah, setup. Some more, some more speed coming out. So I'm like, oh, cool, I'm going to the next turn. So it's, it's opened up a whole another, another level. And, but that's all come from me interrupting the bad habits that I had of surfing flat. And that's come from, from using a lot of trigger words, but also doing repetitions on the ramp. But let's... Um, Let's jump into some Raz. In the yeah, water. let's jump back into Raz. So, so you've seen like two minutes of the coaching that we had with Raz. The key thing here <laughs> was, uh, we got some... Yeah, he's just a really good quote, so like Pete. Like Rocky punching meat cockers for hours before big fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but we won't be doing any punching meat cockers in a, in a, in a freezer section. So, so um, let, let, okay, let, let's do Raz and we'll right. come back to some questions because okay. there's right. some great questions. We'll, we'll come back to the time questions at the end. So yeah. we're going to Raz. So the thing you got to remember with Raz is there was one thing that was really holding him back, one thing that we wanted to work on with, with Raz, and that was to move his shoulder out of the way. Now, Raz is, uh, if you just need to know, people always ask this, Raz is a goofy footer. He's also a behemoth of a He's man. He's six foot six. I'm tall. I stand next to him and, I, and I'm looking up. He is really tall. So... Think about a really tall person trying to surf as well as a, as a long distance between put, his put head and the Put it this way, his short board that he's surfing in the pool is a seven, seven, seven foot eight. Seven eight he was riding in the yeah, pool. Yeah, big, his bigger board's an eight oh. Yeah. So he rides a seven foot eight. It's big. Yeah. So let me just check that we've got the... That's okay. okay, this is... So this is Raz. Here we go. This is Raz. <coughs> so is this... Excuse which me. Which clip is this? So this is... So this is Raz on his forehand, and this is him still locking up. So watch the front arm, and can, you can see the pressure's quite heavy on the back foot. If I just zoom in over here. Um, he's so, almost pointing... So it's, it's this arm here. Yeah, he's pointing his bum where he wants, wants to go, and he can't see it because he's, he's turning his neck. So there's absolutely no twist happening, and the reason why there's no twist is this arm here is locked. He wants to pass the coffee, but he can't pass it because of that front arm. So what happens is the board kind of goes flat. He ends up getting a little bit hung at the top. Yeah, keep, keep going on this one here because it gets in the way again on the next turn. Over there, whoop. Comes right in front. Then he actually pushes it down. Yeah. So it's just totally locking up over there. Cool. Is there another one? What is it? That's all the bad. I, I, I haven't put too much on there. Okay. So... So, that, so, that, that so was two examples. So if you have a look, he's probably about one, two, th almost two and a half, three meters out of the pocket. It's not a heavy section. Um, he shouldn't be uncomfortable, but he's locking up. And the reason being is, let's try to see, where is he looking? You, you can't see it. Mm. So imagine trying to hit something that you can't see. There's going to be some tension. Um, if he could simply just open up and see it, he'd, he'd go, oh shit, it's three meters away. I've got plenty of time to get this job done. Yeah. And he'd relax. Um, and then if you go on to the second turn where it gets even worse, the wave gets a little bit steeper. He's still about three meters out of the pocket. And where does he look? Wherever he looks, he points. So he's pointing there, looking there, and the board's going to catch rail there. So you can see he's 
the front arm's locking exactly where he's looking, and that is the rut, what we call Reyes at the moment. Yeah, and, the, and this is the thing. If that's not corrected, that will be his default forever. So it could have, he, he could have got, got, got to the point where it's like, oh, I'm starting to do turns, but then he says, oh, my turns just don't, they're not getting any better. And it's because he's got, he's got stuck well, with anybody. If he, if he caught 12 waves in an hour, and he did that, and he's doing two per wave, he just did 24 bad examples, and he just makes that rut stronger and yeah. deeper and deeper. Now, had he have tried a little harder and fell, he probably would have learned something. And if you keep just pushing it a little bit further, how much can I open? Where the hell is the foam? Yeah. How much twisting do I need to see? You almost need to get out of that comfort zone mm. and, and just back yourself and do it. But what's really interesting here is, so we were all in the pool at the same time doing this session. And I was chatting to Raz as, as we were paddling back out each time. I was, I was chatting to Raz and I was saying to Raz, your arm's still down. And he was, he was unaware because it's become a habit and it's something that he does automatically. He wasn't even aware that his arm was, was getting out of the way. He thought he was getting his arm out of the way, but he had defaulted back to this because there's so much going on inside his mind. So Clay was trying all different things, um, new words to try and get Raz to understand, oh, I need to get the arm out of the way. Yeah, so what Ant means by arms down, if I look at that, his natural stance or his go-to is just stand up and like, oh, okay, I'm standing. And it's almost like, get your hands up, tell your board what to do. Yeah. It's like you're never going to ride a horse and let go of the reins and just like sit on the horse. It's like start steering, tell the horse where you want to go. Do you want to go fast? Do you want to go slow? Yeah. This was um, this, this is actually something that we spoke about in a video the other day, which was, so this is a video from our insiders group, which is the subscription group. And um, so we're, this month we're focusing on the pop-up inside that group. And, oh, hang on a second. I just wanted to just, just two seconds. And this here... These, the, these arms down is something that we've noticed in a lot of, of surfers. Um, I'm starting to break the habit now, but a lot of people, they, they take off and give up, is, is what you were sort of saying. Well, you will find that if you drop your hands, you will have a tendency to bend from the hip, and then the chest goes down to the knee. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is when you try to compress and extend, your chest is in the way. Mm. However, if you get your hands up, it'll straighten your back and it'll force the knees to work and it'll give you way more compression and extension. Yeah. So very important, hands up, straight back. Yeah, excellent. Anyway, so let's, let's jump into this one here. So this is now Raz. Ah, uh, check, check, check the onlookers, like woohoo! Oh, there's me with GoPro. Oh, this, this, this could be another bad one, actually. Yeah, this, this may be a bad one. Let's check it out. Okay, so the arm's behind him over there. Whoa, bit of a rail dig. Okay. Uh. So, so, you, you, so, so now that we're highlighting it, you can probably, like, it, it, it's now becoming really obvious to you. Well, what's interesting, okay, look, look at Raz's, so he, he bottom turns, the front arm's just kind of stuck there. Right, I take off on the wave behind. So as I take off, watch my coffee cup pass. Can you see that, my hand's passing? So if I zoom in there, see where my hand is almost touching my face. Yeah. So there's no tension there. Whereas if you look at Raz's arms, they, they kind of look a little bit tense. They're like left to right, and there's a lot of tension yeah. in the arms. Okay. So I think that was another bad example. Yeah. 
so I'm going to bring up, because I've just got to check that it's actually on there. If not, I need to import it quickly. Can you just talk a bit more um, about that? And this whole idea of we do get stuck in these yeah. habits because i just got to bring up Raz's other one. So this is something that I learned from this guy, Michael, who's an absolute legend kickboxer. He used to hurt me every time I went and trained with him. <laughs> so when you throw an elbow, if you make a tight fist, you don't get any rotation. And if I actually try to hit with a straight arm, I wouldn't get a lot of power. So you need to kind of relax your hand and, and have a bit of flexibility in the wrist. And then if you can almost point your hand where you want to go and do that, you'll throw the elbow. So in other words, if you look in the TV, if I want to hit my own nose, if I put my hand there and I threw the elbow, it would strike the nose. So it's kind of like wherever you point your hand, you're going to go. So that was the one thing. The other thing is, if you have a tight fist, you don't get the same movement. You actually lock up. Whereas if you've got soft hands, you can get way more heart, way more rotation on the hands. So the reason why I got Raz to think about when he was surfing, to pretend that his hand was outside of the car window while someone was driving and just a slight adjustment, the wind would hit the bottom and it would move your hand. So in the water, what I tried to do is just to free the wrists up. And as soon as the wrists freed up, he started to lean in and lean out of the turns a bit more. It started to actually move the entire body. And then when the wrists freed up, he was able to move that arm out of the way and he was able to see where he wants to go. So long story short, but some Muay Thai training with a wonderful coach, Michael, actually helped me figure out how important the wrists are in surfing. Okay, I think... This is the one. That's the one, okay. That's I, thought, I, thought, I thought I didn't put it in coach's eye, so, uh, but it's, it's, so it's, it's there now. The, the very first thing that we did get Raz to do, we just said, okay, Raz, hands up. So look at the difference in, if we go into this, can you load it up, Ant? Okay. If we go into just looking at his takeoff, remember before he nearly nosedived and the hands were left to right. What's the difference on the takeoff here? So he takes off, he's looking, he's going, hands are up and forward. Look at how smooth this is. See the difference there between looking and pointing. That's the yeah. hand-eye coordination, which is epic. And remember, Raz is on a really long board. This is a big board. Okay. So he goes up the top of the wave. Now look at this. Look at the wrists and the hands. You can see it bending back. He's got his pinky up. Now if you drove a car and you ever turned, it would be boom, which was like pinky up to go that way or pinky up that way to go left and right. So it's, it's phenomenal. Now, the turn before, the nose was standing out the water, which means it was heavy on the back foot and you're stalling. This turn, look at how this front arm's moved out of the way. Look at that. It is, it's, it's huge. He could finally, for the first time, see the foam. Yep. All right? He's looking really confident. And look how smooth and stylish that is. And then he goes back into down forwards. Ah, okay, a little bit of a fall over there. But for me, the flow on that turn for Raz, that was absolutely beautiful. Look at the spray he's throwing. <laughs> so I was, I think the reason why he fell off was because I was in the lineup just cheering at him. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was so man. excited. And the, the neat kiss, the coffee cup, the style after that was phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, so for me, that was a, uh, a success story. Yeah. 
in breaking bad habits. Yeah. So, so let's, let's sort of, we're going to some questions in just a moment. So if you have got a question, chuck it into the comments. Um, so the, the, the key thing, though, to break bad habits, like if we, if we were to break it down into bullets, what would they be? What do what, what people first of all got to do? First, first of all, you need well, to understand what your bad habit is. You have to be aware that the one thing that you can control in the water is your body. Yeah. The mind wants to be lazy and wants you to do the bad habits because it's just, it's automated. Yeah. To, to break that, you actually physically have to move your body. But it, it's kind of, you've got to think about the outcome. So you, you want to look where you want to go and then figure out what it's going to take for me to go there. And often if you just look and point, that's where you'll go. Like Raz wasn't aware that his hands were down or his hands were left to right, but as soon as he just looked, coordinated and got the hand-eye coordination, yeah. it was wonderful. So when you ask me what is the one thing, what's the one thing that you want to do? Yeah. Where are you currently going wrong and how do I need to move my body differently to get the outcome? Yeah. Now that is where the ramp training kicks in because you can video yourself in the water and you might not get it, but through repetition on the ramp, you can start to fine tune all that stuff. Yeah. And there, there is no replica for me at the moment. That for me is the best type of training. Yeah. Once we figured that out, we were like, okay, now let's go to the wave pool and get 12 of the same waves and actually try to relax yeah. and do what you've trained. Yeah, so that's, that's obviously um, skate training. There's also other, other things as well you can do, like, like we do a lot of training with, with BOSU balls, with like, the cardboard surf and that kind of thing. So those are also things, but it's, it's about then creating those repetitions. Question, how many compressions and extensions do you think Raz has done on the skate ramp? How many do I think he's done on the skate ramp? Thousands. I've seen how sweaty you get, so I know so it's a lot. If, if you well, just have a look at his, his style in between the turns. He's one, for a lanky guy, you would think he'd look like a giraffe drinking water. Yeah. But he looks stylish. Yeah. The knees are kissing, the hands are up. He looks good in between turns. Yeah. A lot of surfers don't have that. So I can, I can see that the skateboarding's working. Yeah. Um, he just needs a bit of confidence in the turns now. Yeah. And so then, so after repetitions, the next little thing that we also then need to sort of think about is, okay, how can we activate that in the water? What is a word that we can use? What, what is it that we can say to ourselves so that we kind of just default into that pattern rather than overthink it rather than go, right, I've got to turn my wrist over to one side. Okay, so, do so if I just think back to the way we do it, Ant, I want you to fail yeah. because you learn. When you play it safe, ooh, I get so mad with you. Because <laughs> like, you'll take a safe line and then you'll try to do a turn mid-face on a safe wave. Yeah. And ooh, I just get mad. But when you take a risk, you come back beaming because you took that little bit of a risk and then it pays dividends. Yeah. Because you have to do the right turn at the right place. If you do the right turn at the wrong place, not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the comments coming let's through. Let's get into the comments. There's yeah, been yeah. some really cool, get, cool comments, so let's jump into This it. one has made me laugh because uh, obviously being, for, being from the UK, I know Saunton Sands. Can someone please come fix a temporary bus stop at Saunton? Someone keeps moving it. If, if you're new to Ombi, then uh, bus stop is the perfect place to, to catch a wave. Uh, here on the Gold Coast, all the, um, all the uh, sand has just moved, doesn't it, after? So we've, we're, yeah, the Gold so we're, Coast is a We're trying to find our new bus stops. Yeah. Let's have a look at what we've got here. We're going to go right back to so the very greetings beginning. Greetings from Bavaria, Germany. 
Um, I heard the beer's good there. Let's go. All right, so... Let's go for... I'm just trying to look for the first, first kind of question. Uh, let's go. There's a lot of mornings. So, hello. Anyone that said hello, hello. Morning from Raglan. <clears throat> Raglan. Morning from Boss really, Country. Working full set. Okay, so it should be after this. Let's, uh, let's go quickly here. Thanks. Thanks for your tips on the bottom turn. Yeah. This morning I did a good one, committed, uh, committed to the lean on rail, which felt acceleration so much so that I missed, uh, missed time my top turn. Wasn't expecting the speed. <laughs> That's a good How many times have. have you done that, Clive? It's, it's, it's such so, a whoa, good thing. Whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Whoa, hang on a minute. So, so what it is, when you stand on a board, there's lots of friction. When you get rid of the friction, the board's free just to accelerate. Oh. And when you do that, it's just like, what? Surfing just goes to another level. And in, in say, sorry, in, in, in saying that, we, we surfed the other week when it was pretty big out at, uh, we, we surfed down at um, Corumbium, and it was probably some of the biggest surf that I've been in. Um, ever. Ever. <laughs> and I took off on this, this, this wave, I was, I, was on a, I was on a 6 6. And as I went down, the board, it just was like, boom, dong, 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 dong. it felt like it was bouncing all, all over the place. And Clay said, no, just lean more and get on rail, and, that, and your rail will cut through, and, you, and you, you'll get rid of the chatter. Next wave, I caught, I've, apart from going, shit, I've managed to get it on rail. And it was, it was the coolest thing, like, so, like that moment of suddenly getting speed. It was like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, this thing's smooth. And just went down to the bottom, the bottom oh, it was amazing. Loved it. Anyway, um, cool. So, uh, so, so is, this, is this a question? Um, yeah. So. Okay, this is what I've been working on. Getting, uh, getting on the rhythm of the wave as soon as I pop up and begin generating speed and stop going down straight. Um, what I would say there is that you only need to go as fast as the wave is traveling. Some waves like J-Bay travel really fast, mm -hmm. some waves travel really slowly. So please don't just generate speed for the sake of generating speed. I want you to get in a habit of thinking of a song like a piece, sorry, a wave like a song, a piece of music. Mm. There's sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow. Um, you need to be able to move fast when the wave is fast and move slow when the wave is slow. Yeah. Um, that, that's probably the best advice I can give you. Every wave is different, like a piece of music is different. Yeah. Um, how you want to dance to that music is entirely up to you, but don't treat every song like some fast death metal where it says just go 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 mm. you know um yeah yeah I, get the timing right. i think i yeah i think i went through a, a phase for a while and this was when i was riding my green and blue board where i'd stand up and i just and i, I was loving just pumping and getting, getting speed but and i i felt like i was getting in flow but all i was doing was i was just racing out into the flats you're, you're ending your wave quicker yeah and so i've actually stopped riding my swallowtail now all the swallowtails that I had, uh, I've stopped riding them because they're making it go too fast. So you actually now want to ride slower boards so that you can not only stay in the pocket, but handle the, and control speed and turning. Yeah. How much has... It's, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> how much has your surfing evolved then? Now bear in mind, yeah. when Dane Reynolds said that to me, like, I don't want a fast board, I want a board that handles and turns in the pocket, mm. I did not know what he wanted. That was like yeah. over 20 years ago. Now, finally, I kind of understand it. Yeah, I'd, if you had asked me two years ago, I never th would have thought that I would have asked for a slower board. But I'm now actually asking Clay to make me a board that is slower. 
so that I don't end up getting pushed out into the flats. But in actual fact, surfing the right part of the wave, you go way faster. Yeah. It's, it's, isn't it crazy? It's one of those crazy, is it, is it paradox or paradoxical? I don't know, whatever it is. But it's one of those things. Well, you know the difference there is? Uh, a fast board, you almost have to use your body because you're racing out into the flats. Yeah. But the slower board, you use the wave energy, mm. and that's a way more powerful source of energy than your own legs pumping. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, next one. Cool. So how would you guys touch base on, on how not to, to bury the rails? It seems like I overcommit to my turns and end up sinking my board or burying the nose in bigger surf. Okay. Um, so if, if I just read that, Hi guys, how would you touch base on how not to fall off my bicycle? It seems that I overcommit to my turns and I end up falling off my bicycle, um, especially when I go down bigger hills. Well, you're too heavy on the, on the steering. Get your hands up and gently turn the hands. Don't overcommit on a turn. Most of the turns are long and slow. The only time you're doing a really big turn is if you're going vertical. Yeah. But if you're shy of vertical, the turn's longer and slower. You're probably just turning too much, too abrupt, and you've got no sensitivity on your turn. Look at Raz's turn. He turned his wrist and he looked. That way he can feel, oh, the rail's catching, bring the wrist up a bit. The rail's not catching, push a little harder. Easy. Oh, this is, this is, this is a cool, cool little tip here from Jason. Yep. Like this one. Writing a few words on top of your board helps, e.g. arm up, twist, shoulders. So, so write your trigger word on the board. I was, I was tempted to do this for a while. Do you not agree? I think it's a good idea, myself. Whatever works for you. Patton's going to disagree now. <laughs> I think it's good to have that, that trigger word there, to remind okay, yourself of right. one thing that you're working on. Oh, hang, I'm, I'm hang, hang on a second, because I'm going to mind read you. Because I remember now what Clayton said. He said, if you, if you write it down, you're going to look at your board, <laughs> rather than look where you want to go. That's I was what you're just going to say... Why don't you get your skateboard and write it on your skateboard and go skate? Well, a skateboard, I'd never see it because I don't lay on my, my skateboard. Well, I kind of see the idea in it because when you're laying down and you're paddling around, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm concentrating on this, this surf. Okay, so... Oh, this is so true. Sorry, Jason, I thought it was a great tip myself and uh, I'm, I'm still going to stick with I think it's a great tip. Just don't look at it when you stood up. It's, it's going to be, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And as you stand up, you're not going to do it. it. It's kind of a weird thing. Like, for me, when I catch hmm. the wave, I'll go, on the next wave, I want to put Mick Fanning's skin on. And I physically feel what it feels like. I put my fingers, and I'm like, okay, I've got Mick Fanning's skin on. What, it, like his hand will go out on the turn, and I can visualize Mick Fanning's skin, his hair follicles, like what his toes are like, and I feel his skin. You're a weirdo. But... <laughs> Definite weirdo. So when I see... I visualize him doing it. I put his skin on so I can feel what, the, what it feels like. Okay? Because... We remember feelings. We don't remember words. Yeah. Okay, so, so I think that's the point that I'm trying to make. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you search for a feeling, you will remember it. Yeah. If you search for a word, you'll go, oh, what was that word again? And then you're thinking, you're buggered. No, but if you've, if you've got it in as your trigger word to remind you... Ah, what does it feel like, Ant? 
Yeah I, yeah, I get that. But if you haven't had the feeling, so if you haven't done it to get the feeling, then how do you know what the feeling feels like? We end up in that kind of again. So, but then in that case, then, why is it that if I'm surfing a wave... Because, right. okay, okay, so, wait, 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 then it's a case of if you're riding a bicycle and you're going fast, you're going to lean. Let me try do that on a surfboard. We had a guy just do it. He said he did it. Yep. All right. And then he got, oh, yeah, it feels similar. Let me keep chasing the feeling. They say only a surfer knows a feeling. They don't go, only a surfer knows the word. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. Jason, what have you started? My gosh, what have you started, Jason? So, so then why then? Why then, though? So I, I get the whole vision. I'm not saying that you're wrong with that. What I'm saying, what I'm agreeing with, Jason, is to have a little reminder that this session I'm working on this. So if you're saying that the word doesn't, is irrelevant, why is it then that sometimes if I'm surfing a wave and I haven't got my hand up right, you'll actually shout to me, hand up, hand. It's, just, it's a similar thing, I think. Yeah. In my eyes. Okay. All right, we're going to move on, Jason, because I think... Um, this could end badly for me. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Uh, let's, 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 we've got the rocky punch in the meat. Good. Okay. Let's go. Let's go, uh, let, let's go to this one here because I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued yeah. by the, by this question. Just a question. If I start surfing at 39 uh, years old or years, can I become a pro surfer? Is this possible? And what do I need to do for that? Can you become a pro surfer at 39? Okay. So. At 39 years old, if I wanted to learn a, a new language... It's, it's hard at 39 years old. Okay. But then, let's just say you want to enter a, a competition and you want to debate. Because almost debate, you, you need to know what a word means. Yeah. Because there's power in words. But if you're learning a new it's language, a, and you want to debate... what you said just a minute ago. There's power in words. Where's the feelings? Anyway, moving swiftly on. Well, <laughs> so, so what I mean by that is that if you are 39 years old, you're getting to it late. If you're willing to play, you will learn really, really quickly if you play. If you get frustrated, you're going to hit brick walls and you're going to put up roadblocks for yourself and hurdles. Mm. And your learning progress is going to be way slower. Yep. Then... How dedicated are you? Are you going to be able to surf every day like a school kid who has no obligations, doesn't have to cook, clean, do anything, just surf? So um, you need to be a kid. You need to become a kid. And just live, eat, breathe, drink, everything, just surfing, and you'll learn at a really, really rapid pace. Then the problem is you're 40 years old. What does your body move like? Okay, um, are your joints as greased as a 16-year-old's? He doesn't feel pain. Like my son goes to gym and he's not sore the next day. I go to gym and like yeah. three days later, I'm still limping. Yeah. Okay, what's your, what's your diet like? What's your health like? Um, there's all these type of things. So can you become a pro surfer at 39 years old? I'm going to say in this current time that we live in, probably not. No. But do... A lot of pros have fun when they surf. Well, a lot of them stop surfing because it takes the funness away. Correct. So why do you want to be a pro surfer when pros want to maybe quit? Mm. Okay, what you want to do is, the better question is, can I surf until I'm 70 or 80? Yeah. Now I'm peaked. In other words, you want to keep having fun and you want to keep playing 
I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My 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 thoughts on on everything is is nothing's impossible. Um, some things are highly improbable. I'll say this is probably a highly improbable thing, but there's no reason why you couldn't become a pro well, surfer at look, 39. But, but Kelly's 50 and just won an event. You've got yeah. 11 good years left at you. But but then at the same time, Kelly's been doing it all that time. So great. It's one of those things. Anyway, that was an interesting question. This is where I'm at, boys. Occasionally, I feel the rail on steeper waves, or so much. In fact, I don't understand that one there. Uh, yeah. Number's bottom. Where's the science? Okay, that's someone. What's this one? Yeah, Ant in capital, so they're shouting at the screen. I know the feeling <laughs> because of Ombi, I'm surfing more on rail and making real. That, turns. that was when we talked about the cutback and the rebound off the foam. Yep. Well done, boys. Hi from UK, Devon. Okay, there's a bit of conversation going on between people here, which is great. I love it. We got a welcome to Portugal. Okay, here we go. So hard to break bad habits. Videos and land-based draws must be the best way to see what's going wrong and to work on improving it. Learning. Uh, to surf skate currently? Yeah, so for me, if a customer comes to me and goes, hey, I want you to train me. I'm, I'm first of all, show me some video footage, let's see where you're going wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's more for me to explain to them how their body is moving and what they could do to better move their body. Yeah. Then it's a case of, okay, do it on the skate ramp. And I just highlight where they have tension, I show them how to get rid of the tension, and then I go, go have fun, go play. Yeah. Because when you play, you learn. Coaching session done. Okay, just notice the comment here. The dude in black, don't be me, looks exactly like YouTuber Jana James. They must be related. Got no idea who Jana James is. <laughs> Maybe I've been separated at birth. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and ask your mum. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna quickly have a look. Uh, let's bring up another question. There we go. Surf skate has helped me uh, a lot with the coffee, with the coffee cup motion. Every time I rotate to my backside, I hear in my head coffee cup, and the hand naturally <laughs> goes that point where I want to go. Awesome. That's so good. So you also notice that I don't use surfing terms. Why? Well, because you use so many other things that well, are things that we know how to do organically. For, well, for years, I've coached people and said, this is such a good session, do a cutback. And they'll choke. <laughs> oh, I've got to cut back now. But then I went to them, hey, on that section, just pass an imaginary cup of coffee to the phone. And they're like, oh, like this? And I'm like, yeah, well done, you did the best cutback. So I often try to trick the brain because what someone thinks is very difficult, oh, it's a cutback, could be a really easy pass the coffee. And I feel that sometimes tricking the brain allows you to break a bad habit and to naturally just try something that you really know how to do. So that for me is pretty, pretty awesome. I'm just looking. At, sorry, I'm just, I'm just looking at who Jana James is on um, on, on on YouTube, and um, I can't see the resemblance myself. So hello. First, first, first of all, it's female. Uh, okay. Um, how do I click on this? Do I just tap that? Wh which one do you want? Carlos. Carlos. Carlos hello. Cape Town. Been trying to rewire my my once quick pop up to walk up, but get stuck. Uh, with a cross between the two, despite practicing on land, it won't take my mind uh, for some reason. Okay, so I feel that there's probably some anxiety, and that probably stems from your paddling in. You probably find you're paddling too much. Spend more time worrying about your positioning. 
Um, try to glide in the wave. Before you stand up, breathe, go. So your body starts to learn how to relax. Then pick your line. And the last thing that you do is walk up and take your time doing it. Um, if you do that, I promise you, everything gets easier. Armando's on. God, Armando. Armando's down in Melbourne. Good evening, Armando. Uh, the one thing uh, you want to take with you when you accomplish a bad habit correction. Uh, what, what, what is the one thing that you want to take with you when you accomplish a bad habit correction so you can continue to repeat the correction again and again? The so feeling. feeling. Don't forget the feeling and how easy it was. Because what happens is someone gets it right, they get so excited that they overcook the next one and then they don't know how to find the feeling again. So when you get it right, relax and do it again. Like don't, don't overcook it. If anything, just chill, do it again. So they, uh, I've been starting to turn in critical sections in the lip and more often I fall off the back. Any advice? Yeah, probably same thing as Raz. Your front arm's getting in the way. You can't see where you want to go. You're getting stuck. Okay, next one. I got out in bigger, more serious, clean conditions this week and really experiencing the wave of progress you talk about. So the, the wave of progress is where you feel like you're going good and then all of a sudden you start to dip down and you start to go, oh, I'm going backwards in my surfing. But that's uh, because something in one of the four elements has changed. So ocean, mind, body and equipment, something that's changed, which makes it feel like you're going backwards, but then all of a sudden you'll get frustrated. Once you go through that frustration, you'll then get amazing results. If you want to find out more about the wave of progression, then, uh, then download the new, the new app, and you'll get, there's the, within the four-week program, I'm pretty sure that it's all covered for free within, within that. And on, and on that note, if you weren't here at the beginning... <laughs> Let's sell it. Yeah, if you weren't here at the beginning, make sure that you head over to the app. This is the last Facebook Live, like Q&A Live, that we'll be doing uh, here on social media. Everything, all these lives are now going to be done within the app. So head over to ombi.co, scroll down to the bottom of that page. You'll see a couple of buttons to download the app. Download the app. Uh, it's completely free. You can access the paid programs in there, but there is a free section as well where you get access to like a whole bunch of really cool free content. Uh, so make sure you download that app and also so, register for, to become an ambassador because you can get some cool free stuff. What we've done in Ombi is we have did a beginner's course because we recognize that that's the foundation of surfing. And if, if you learn good from the beginning, it's going to mm. be easier for you. We did the intermediate course, which is pretty much like bad habit correcting creating stance, postures, pop-ups, yep. all that kind of stuff. Then, instead of us doing like an, an advanced course, because those other courses take so much time to do, we thought, let's do a subscription whereby each week we can give you new courses that you can do. Yeah. We want to be able to change. Now, the idea is every season the waves change. So we want to each season bring you new stuff. And then almost every week, we're doing different stuff. Yeah. So we don't only have to wait a year to make a course to bring it to you. We want to give it to you while it's fresh in our minds and yeah. we're experiencing it. And the quickest way that we can get it to you is just to get it, edit it, get it out, talk about it. Yeah. And if we can do that through the subscription model, yeah. We are going to enjoy our jobs a hell of a lot more, and I think the content that you're going to get yeah. is going to be in smaller doses, but more beneficial for you to absorb and to understand it. Yeah. So we want you guys to to migrate across. We're giving away some for we're giving away a whole bunch of subscriptions. Yep. Free. All you got to do is 
whatever Anne says. Yeah, so all you gotta do is, is register. So register for the app, go to, there'll be a little, little menu, go to invite. If you can invite people, the more people that you get, the better the, the rewards that, that you get are. So there's get the right board course, you can get that for free if you get only two people, two people to join the app. If you get two people to join the app, then you get, get the right board course for free. Uh, I think it's 10 people, um, then, you'll get then you'll get access to our, our premium subscription, where we do the challenges and go into that. So we, we won't talk more about that now, but just head over to the website, onbi.co, scroll to the bottom, download the app, and go in there, and all the details will start to unfold as you start to explore. It's on to Winnie's. What, this one here? Has Aunt Dan, Dan Reynolds? <laughs> no, I haven't. What's your opinion about changing boards? I love to change boards, and it seems to give me light bulb moments, but many people I know don't recommend it at all. Okay, so I'm gonna say something and you can jump in on this. Well, you know I will anyway, I'm gonna interrupt you at some point. Okay, so I think that surfboards are like teachers. They are there to teach you something specific. Now, whether you wanna learn from them or not is a different story. What's your take on that? Yes. So. This is interesting actually as well because uh, someone put a comment in the in the I think it was Steve Steve put a comment in the app asking the question about we seem to change our boards every single week. Um, we don't change them every single week. Uh, I got a new one. We, <laughs> saying saying that Clayton's uh, Clayton's got his his brand new gun. So he he snapped his gun the other week uh, when we were out surfing. His real big surf and he snapped his gun. So he's made a new one for himself. I and can't I can't even stand it up in the in the look. It doesn't fit. It's amazing. Let me get out of the way. It won't, it won't stand up inside the room. The, the, the room's 2.4 meters high, and Clayton's board doesn't stand up. But you can see as, as well at the side there, we've got a rack with a whole bunch of boards in it. I've got a rack at home. I've got a whole bunch of different boards. My, my thoughts on this are if, if you're buying a I used to buy a new board because I thought it was going to make me a better surfer. I thought it was going to be a magic carpet. I've realized now that's completely wrong. What I love about riding different boards is that I get a different feel from each one of each. Every time I ride a new board, I'm, 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 I'm actively looking at it and going, what is it that this board is teaching me? What is it that I'm learning from this board? I've, if you've been following on me for a while, you know that we've done Finless, we've done Logs, we've done so much stuff. Like when I read Finless, the amount that I learned you know from riding the Finless. You know what's really interesting though? You apply the same technique to each board, but it gives you a different feeling depending on the board's characteristic. Yeah. So the technique doesn't change. Yeah. But where it allows you to surf the wave may change. Um, and then definitely the feeling that the board gives you changes. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and a real good example here of that is, is my twin pin. My six, so I got, I got a six foot twin pin. Adding the surf, absolutely loved the thing. So when we went down to the wave pool the other week, I took it with me. I also took my high performance board. I took the twin pin in the pool, and I love this thing out in the ocean. It's amazing. Took it in the pool. Didn't like it at all in the pool. Would not ride it again. Same with me. I had one wave pedaled straight in. I was like, it doesn't gel with that type of energy. In the yeah. Pool. Yeah. So, but that board taught me a lot about that wave in the pool and the fact that I did need to stay back at the power. And it was very easy to, to lose power if I raced out into the, into, into the flats, which the twin pin would, because it's more carby, it would send me out further. And so I realized that really quickly. So I think it's amazing. If, if you've got the option to ride a whole bunch of different boards, I think it's really cool. As long as you're using it to learn and you're not using it, think, oh, this is gonna be a magic carpet and make me surf better. Would you agree with that? Yeah, okay. totally. Cool, thanks for that, Winnie. Um, 
Okay, how many times do you need to repeat a good habit before uh, it becomes natural or to delete the bad habit forever? I think this depends upon the so, person. No, no, this, whenever you're uncomfortable, you will default to your bad habit. Mm. If you're comfortable, you may be willing to, to bring out the new habit and try it on. Yeah. So the more times you, it, it's, someone explained it like this. If you've got one book in the library and you keep reading the book, if someone goes to you, what book should I read? You'll, you'll go, oh, this one book. Yeah. But if you get another book and you read that book more often, in other words, the more you use it, you will start to forget about the first book. But if you're, if you're made uncomfortable, you'll just default to that first one. Yeah. So you've got to relax and use your technique. As soon as you're uncomfortable, you won't use it. It'll, it'll disappear. Yeah. So I don't think there's a definitive answer there. I mean, if I look at like the, the whole speaking industry, I, mean, I remember reading books and they're like, oh, you need to do a thousand shows before you have it, have, have it run in. I think the repetition is the key, but you could, you could ask a kid to do something and they would get it a lot quicker than, say, someone like myself. But there'll be other things where you'll say to me, do that, and I'll get it straight away. I think it really depends upon the thing. And, it, it, and, and as you say, it does come down to a feeling here that when it stops feeling uncomfortable, that's when it's, I think it's going to then start to become an organic yeah. movement. It's going to become something that you're going to program in there. So it's, it's and, something and that's going to change. That, that's why I do like the ramp training, is mm. because I'm, I'm putting you in the worst case scenario because you don't want to fall and you're super uncomfortable, and I'm teaching you to relax and work your way through it. <laughs> Too much thinking makes you fall. Yes, I agree. <laughs> this, uh, this next one's good. This is from a few minutes back. What do you mean right. this one, Scary Clay, comes to play? Well, you got a little bit angry before when <laughs> we were talking about... We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not even going to go back there again. Okay, they say it takes 21 days to build a habit, so maybe 21 waves. Yeah, I, I, I've heard this whole thing of 21. I, I, I honestly, I'm going to stick with it depends upon the person. Yeah, I agree. I wish this course was going 25 years ago when I was learning to surf instead of trying to remove these ingrained bad habits now. Uh, better late than never. It's really helping a lot. That's awesome. Hey, um, I'm still side on. I still lock my knees. I still throw my hands back. Like there's, there's, there's stuff that I still do. And it's normally when I'm excited, I'm like, oh, there's a cameraman. I'm going to do a big turn, hand back, fall off. Um, and it's often if I get too excited, I surf like crap. So I, I really do need to relax when I surf. So I, I try to relax a lot. Okay, DJ Banana Red. Been, out, been wanting to ask this for a while. When you're using more than one board, is it difficult to switch from a short board to a long board because your muscles are getting confused with how much pressure to use? No, I feel it's more difficult going the other way. Because when you go up, it's so much easier to paddle. And when I ride a shortboard, I just relax. I, I, like, I don't force it. Mm. But when I, ride, when I jump from a longboard, I'm, I'm like, jeez, I can hardly paddle. And the thing just feels... I'm sinking. I, I feel like I, I do too much on it and I want to push too hard. Yeah. So I always feel going down more difficult for me than going up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree there. Yeah. Um, but like, for, for, for example, though, we, um, like we've been riding, what, six sixes? Like, slightly longer boards than our, than our short boards yeah. than the, the last few surfs. Tomorrow, we're gonna, probably going to go out and, and ride the long boards. So, it's, I, think, I think it's good to change it up, because it, it kind of... Yeah, it keeps you in toes. Yeah, it does keep so you in toes. Or heels and toes. 
Clayton Buffalo Bonus. I, I didn't get that reference, Graham. Sorry. Okay. To you. Okay. Do we want to bring this back up again? No. Keywords. Okay, well, I'm bringing it up. Yeah. By the way, I love the hairdo. The, 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 yeah, the hair's amazing. Yeah. Surely keywords are exactly what the program is encouraging. Yeah, yeah trigger words. Yes. Trigger words. Um, I don't want you to think in the water. I want you to just react. Yeah. And if one word can make you react, yes, I do agree. Um, I've seen people write a whole bunch of points on the boards that they need to do, and then I've seen them not do it. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think in our argument earlier on, I, was, I think I might have confused things around. So, so trigger words are a really cool way of being, right. ba basically being a pattern, pattern interrupt. Yes. But what we don't want to do is spend so much time focusing on the process when we're, when we're trying to focus on the feeling. Yeah, yeah it, okay. it's more about the feeling. Cool. So, wait for, uh, okay, that's, that's the, the conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I love what Carlos is saying. Geez, I can barely bring myself to put a sticker on a board, let alone write on it. But it sounds like a good tip. <laughs> Look, if it, if it works, do it. Like, it's not like I'm, I'm the voice of God going, hey, you have to do this. This is the commandments. It's everyone's different. But for me, I know that the words don't work. I want the feeling. And even when I surf skate, I skate for the feeling. And then when I get that right, I try to take that feeling into the water. Yeah. Okay, we are, what time is it? Right, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're over the hour, so I'm just going to, let me. Okay, nearly there. We're going to do this one last question. We're going to do this one last question, and then we're going to disappear. Remember that the next live that we do will be within the app, so you do need to download the app, onbe.co, scroll to the bottom of the page, just download the app, uh, and you'll get loads of free content. This is the last question that we're going to answer this evening, and it is... I don't normally have a chat. Hi, Colin. You're chatting now. But I have a question. And quite serious about this, because it's in capitals. How do I make my bottom turns tighter to the pocket? And Ant is going to answer this one. Why am I going to answer it? Because I've been wanting you to do something similar. Think about the wave pool. Think about surfing at our normal break when we go down. I've been wanting you to take not the, the intermediate line, but to try to take the pro line. Yeah. Okay, or the advanced line when you surf. So, so okay, so Colin, the beginners surf the bottom of the wave, intermediates just race, race, race flat. That's and, how you get out of answering a question. <laughs> advanced surfers surf top to bottom. So you're asking me, how do you do more tighter advanced surfing and I would like Anne to answer that. What have we been working on? Focusing on my line. So part of it is is understanding what is going on at the bottom of the wave. Is it drawing up? Do, so how fast is the wave traveling? Do I need to fade back down again a little bit so I stay close to the foam? And then how quick do I need to start getting into, because you say start the bottom turn a lot earlier. Um, so when do I actually need to start initiating that lean and then looking at whereabouts I want to go and then it comes down to the body position. Have I got that right? That is on point, 100%. But now I want to ask you another question about that. When you are standing up, how much focus do you have on speed? How much focus do I have on speed? Well, now you've asked me a question, I don't know. I don't think I am focused on speed. Thank you. 
Oh, that's the biggest problem with surfing. The pressure. Especially intermediate surfers. The pressure was too much for me then. They just right. want to first... You'll just bring out the screen, come in a little bit. They want to create some speed first and then do the bottom turn. And normally to do a really tight bottom turn, you almost got to fade. You got to go deeper to the pocket. So having never seen Colin surf, it would be interesting to see the line that he takes in order to do the surfing that he wants to do. So what, Graham, what I mean by fade, um, say if, if, if here's the pocket, if you, do a if you take off and you do a bottom turn, you're already going onto the shoulder. So you may have to take off and go left and then come around right. So you're almost coming from behind the foam so that you're turning tighter to what we call the lip and getting the best part of the pocket. If you come out with too much speed on the takeoff, you may be heading to the shoulder. You're never going to be able to serve tight in the pocket. Can you draw it? Can you draw a fade? Do you know what I mean? Look, it's, it's a figure eight. So right. instead of doing an L, as you take off and doing that, you almost want to do an eight. So you're going back on yourself, going deeper into the pocket, which will get you closer to the lip when you hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I think that... Close put out on the spot. Ant... Got it right. Yeah. That's what I could say. And I nailed it. I did. I did nail it. Uh, this, this, just this question here. Do you announce the next live on Facebook again? Look, we will. So the Surfax group is not going to disappear, but all the lives, these, these, these types of lives, these Q&A lives, are going to be happening within the app. We will announce that the live is going to happen within the Facebook group, but then you're going to have to come over to the app to watch it. So that's the only thing yeah. that's going to be different with, with the lives. Cool. We're done? Yeah, we're done. We, yeah. we are done. Guys, thanks for thanks That for was a really in. entertaining night and loving all the questions uh, that everyone's putting up. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they're really informative questions and uh, I, I do enjoy answering them. It's been, yeah. it's been epic. And what, so one, one of the other things as well with using the app is it, it's going to make it easier for us here at Ombi to be able to, to see the questions that are coming in and, be, and for us to be able to respond to them because we've got everything in one place rather than Facebook getting in the way. Uh, so yeah, that is that is it from us, guys. Thanks for tuning in. There's been quite a few of you on this evening. Uh, lots of questions, lots of interaction. We appreciate you, and we will see you. We'll, we'll see you over in the app on me.co. Scroll to the bottom of the page, download the app. We'll see you there. Cheerio, guys. Good night. I'm awkwardly for trying in. to find the finish button <laughs> while still trying to look cool and charismatic on camera. Anyway, on that note, Tiddly. adios.